Hey, 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 this is Mary again at Mary Unapologetic. Hi, folks, it's been two weeks and I have actually three guests today, but we're going to start with two. So come and meet my guest, Hannah Rose Miller. She's in the PDR industry and Redmond Walton. They are both newly graduates. That's why I'm bringing them on my podcast today. Say hi, guys. Hi, how are you? <laughs> okay, so you all know why I'm bringing you guys in today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I figured, you know, because I was having conversation with my um, cousin, and, I, you know, it's just like a regular, hi, how you doing, housework. And then we were talking about this coronavirus stuff, and then she brought up this uh, topic. She said... Mary, you know, I'm just doing um, counseling right now because some of my students are so worried that they're not going to find any job out there with this um, kind of economy we have right now. You know, it's just we've never been in this position before or situation where it's so unprecedented times right now for us. So I figured I'm like, wait a minute, who do I know that just newly graduated, you know, and I want to like see their, um, you know, what they're thinking or what their worries or, you know, there's their own, per, you, you know, basically your own perspective, guys, of how to deal with this kind of uh, times that we are in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So who do you want to start? Who wants to start? Is it you? Um, actually, you know what, Red, we're going to start with you. Do you want to introduce yourself since you're only going to yeah. be with us for a short period of time? No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah you, so my name is Redmond. Um, I'm a recent graduate of UC Santa Cruz up in Santa Cruz, California, and I recently graduated from college. Um, it was a really thrilling experience getting done, walking across the podium. And I thought, you know, with my degree, with some of the experiences I had, that it was going to be really easy to just like settle right into like a full-time job using my major. Um, but, you know, re- reality sets in once you graduate. Um, and it's a really difficult prospect, you know, mm-hmm. trying to find a job, especially if you like don't have a close immediate friend or somebody that you know really well that's working in the industry um, that you that you would want to work in. Um, so I sent out my resume so many places um, and ultimately had some luck, but it was an absolute challenge. Um, I, I applied so many places online, just sent my uh, resume into the cybersphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you apply to these to these online job applications, right, there's there's thousands of applicants applying from all over the country. Um, so they use like machine learning just to like sort them down to just a few applicants. And then from there, they like just take a quick scan of your resume before they even make a decision who they're going to reach out to to like inquire for more information. Mm-hmm. So it's like really impersonal. And if you don't know somebody, um, it can be really challenging. And with this virus, uh, things are even more severe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are 30 million plus Americans right now out of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means is that there's, there's 30 million jobs, 30 million businesses that are not looking for employers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can imagine that this whole coronavirus um, has put a really big strain on the job market. Um, and sure, there's still industries where they're hiring um, but a lot of college graduates wanting to go into their dream career have to put their life on hold for a little bit, um, for 
for sure. Or they're going to be even more challenged to find the work that they want just because of how, how uh, just scarce the jobs are that are available right now. I, I, I kind of like um, um, relate with you on that one because I remember when 2008 happened, you know, um, the, the economy was so bad that I was like, oh, let me, you know, I mean, we own our own business, but then I'm like, let me see what's out there. Maybe I can, you know, get a job that's close to home. And I applied and I was like doing some kind of a testing, you know, with like two, 300 people. It was actually for the city of Escondido. And some of the people that I was sitting next to are like, they have their master degree, they have their PhD, and I only have my bachelor degree. I was like, oh man. And they're only looking for one person. So I yeah. can... I can relate with you, but, you know, on that one. Um, the thing that I like about it, though, um, I know you're worried, and I'm sure Hannah probably too, but um, I didn't sense the urgency or the worriness in you. It's almost like you're, you know what I mean? You're, you, yeah. It, to, um, folks, just to give you, like, a little background how I met Brad, he actually, we're in the same you know, we were what we were in the same chat group, and then you posted out mm -hmm. there, "Hey, anyone needs tutoring? I'm, you know, you know, open to tutoring any kids." And so I said, "Oh, okay. I need I need actually a person like Red to tutor my son because he's gonna take the um, AP exam for history." So that's how I met Red, and then later on, I found out that um, you said that you found um, another full time job which is what, lifeguarding? Mm -hmm. Yeah, lifeguarding. Yeah. The, the thing about that I, I, I like about you, Red, is that you're just like, um, you know, I, sometimes, you know, the word hustle has like a negative connotation to it, but sometimes yeah, it's positive. But then that's what I like about you because you're not like just waiting at home for things to happen. You're actually putting yourself out there and looking for jobs, you know, from one thing to another, whatever you can apply for. Yeah, absolutely. And now more than ever, that's like really important. You know, if you don't have a parent that owns a business that you can get into mm -hmm. or, you know, some really close relative who can hook you up with a job, mm -hmm. this is like one of the hardest times ever to find yourself like, you know, settling into a career position that you want, you know, back in back in the early 1900s. Right. You knew you're going to work for the local coal plant or you, you're going to work for the local railroad line. Um, but now, you know, jobs are are posted on the internet right they call for applicants from all over the place yes and you just got to go for it you need to be actively pursuing the position that you want and applying continuously filling out long applications and just kind of going through those motions if you don't have that that personal relationship with somebody who has that job that you like yes yes i think hannah she's got a job right away so hannah do you want to introduce yourself your yeah. background um I just graduated from Florida State in Tallahassee with my master's in marketing and communication. Um, we, well, we, my boyfriend Trey and I own a business together um, in the PDR industry where we chase sales. So I kind of based my degree in the time it took to get it around our work. Um, so now we're more, we're more full time, but um, I don't really have the negative aspects of being a recent grad as far as trying to find a job, but we definitely have had to do some adapting and overcoming in our, in our market itself as well. Um, we sat tight. We didn't chase hail as early as we normally do. Um, 
and we did the quarantine and kind of waited it out to see what really was happening out there. And then we went and different places have reacted accordingly up north in Illinois, where we spent a little bit of time this season, a few weeks. Um, they were more strict on all their protocol and um, it was a little a little more anxiety driven in their neighborhoods and stuff like that. And then um, now we're down in Texas and um, thankfully we're in an area with not too many cases. Um, and I don't think any deaths, which is really, really good. Um, so we're not in a giant city, but um, we still have to be cautious and kind of gauge the environment and, and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's definitely a little bit different of a scenario, but I do agree with the hustling mindset because it does have a negative connotation most of the time, but right now it's the only way you're going to get through this period of time for sure. Yeah, you're right about that, Hannah. And also, um, can you tell us a little bit about how you um, got the job? I think you work at a body shop right now because I actually gave you a call, what, about a week and a half ago or two weeks ago because I was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking in my head, I'm going to call Hannah because she's a newly grad. And then I found out that you're working already at the body shop. I was like, wow, this girl is like fast. You know? <laughs> so can you tell we're us the actually, story about that? Yeah, we're actually running a retail right now. So Trey wrapped up up in Illinois and I met down with some friends of ours and business partners um, in Texas and we set up a retail location. We do body shop work, but we do it all in house at our location. Um, so we kind of have to pop up a whole business model wherever we go. And I do all of the advertising, marketing, mm -hmm. customer management. Um, and then I do all of the insurance stuff as well. So I do all the estimates and handle the adjusters. And right now with COVID, everything's virtual. So it kind of adds a lot to my plate or anybody out there that's doing retail right now and knows that none of the adjusters are coming out. So you have to do double the work for them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, and, you know, arts management, time management, all that kind of stuff. That plays a big role. Yeah. 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 So, but, so actually, so you're saying it's like a pop-up thing. So you started from ground up. You, you basically said, okay, this is the place, this is where we're going to target. And then you just started, this is the first time I'm, I'm hearing this folks. So that's why I'm trying to reiterate it. So basically, is that what you guys did? You and Trey, you. Yeah. So us and our other business partners that we are, we're working with, um, that's kind of what we do. So we use our reputation and our good work and our good word and move it around from place to place. Uh-huh. Ah, that's pretty cool. It's almost yeah, like hybrid. So we still get to travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, Red, on the other hand, um, I just found out, what is it, Red? You said that you're planning to go into law too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, just recently like got my last letter of recommendation and I'm working on my applications right now to apply to law school. Um, all the schools have extended their deadlines mm -hmm. because of the coronavirus, right? It creates complications that make it hard for people to apply. Mm -hmm. um, you can't go in person, get that letter of recommendation from a teacher. It's been hard to take the test to get like, you know, your scores in so you can apply. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really nice. They extended the deadlines and I jumped on the opportunity, um, thought I was going to have to wait a year. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm applying for this fall, so it's really exciting. Things are going to be happening really quick, like once all of my applications are submitted. So, so, so the way I'm looking at it, because you thought that you're going to wait for a year, it's almost like a blessing in disguise because it kind of like speed up the process. Then you're like ready. So it's not yeah. like you're waiting for a long period of time then, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's really nice. Um, 
And it's kind of nice, too, that things will be virtual in the fall. Uh-huh. Um, like, law school is really standardized, right? Uh-huh. Yet, there's definitely, like, different proced- like procedures in different states regarding, like, individual types of law. Uh-huh. But in general, you learn, like, you know, a, you know, a kind of a standard set of skills your first year. Uh-huh. Um, so it's really expensive, like, you know, moving somewhere to go to law school and having to pay rent, having to um, transport yourself from from your house to the school and then pay all of like the costs of living that are associated with that. So being able to be at home for my first like portion of law school, which will likely be the case, I'll be able to save probably, you know, 20 grand in, in, in the first couple of months, just not having to pay an expensive rent. Um, you know, especially in a place like Los Angeles or San Francisco where yeah. things are costly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, on, on the bright side, um, applying now, I think that there's fewer applicants, uh-huh. um, and it's going to be a, a virtual fall. So you'll we'll all save ourselves a little bit of money, which is nice when you're taking on that much debt. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I know how that goes. I have a lot of uh, well um, student loans too. So when I graduated, yeah. I was like, but you know what? It's one of those things I learned in economy class that you have to give up something to gain something, and so you have to prioritize. So you know, borrowing money to put yourself to school, it's like, for me, that's no brainer. I'm going to do it, you know, and that's what I did. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I did, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I actually talked to my cousin who's um, a director in, what, I don't know her title, because, you know, when we get together, we just talk about family stuff. We don't talk about what we do, you know, for a living. Yeah. So I talked mm-hmm. to her and I, I told her, I gave her a heads up that you're going to be um, applying over there. And oh, she's, nice. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, no problem. And she said, yeah, no problem. You know, just send him over and I'll point him to the right direction. And and here's the goodie about it, Red. I'm going to introduce you to my other cousin who's actually a sibling of Joy. You know, they're, they're actually sisters. And she's okay. um, she's a, she's in recruiting. So she started in HR. Her, you know, she finished in college doing HR. Then she moved on to headhunting and then recruiting. So... Awesome. Yeah, she's going to be on later on. I figure, you know, because you have to go to work, so I'll start with you and then, you know. But later on, I'll give you a call yeah. and um, hook you up with Definitely her. So it's, me in. Yeah, no, no yeah, problem. Wonderful. And, yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah. So that way she can give you pointers because this is her expertise, you know, be- between resumes and what's out there right now, what's the new thing. She's all about, like, you know, how to get a job, finding the right fit, and, you know, how to get in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Ah, no problem, no problem. So, so <clears throat> my thing is, um, what, I mean, are you guys still basically, I mean, it sounds like Hannah's got, has got a game plan, and then you now have, like, a plan set in motion here, you know, going to school, and then in between probably working. So, yeah, is this something, like, that's worrying you, you know, like, what we are in right now, Hannah and Red, you know, like the economy is still worrying you guys or you're up opti- or are you guys optimistic about it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely worrisome, um, that things are the way they are right now. We're going to take a massive economic hit from this, right? We are already feeling it. Right. And it's going to be kind of something that has a, a momentum that will continue for probably a couple of years to come before we see like a full bounce back, like what we saw before this uh-huh. whole coronavirus recession. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worrisome. 
um, you know, trying to look for jobs in the law field, trying to, you know, see my siblings and another, like, you know, try to get a job. It's, it's worrisome for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. How about you, Anna? I mean, I think you are like, um, on the other side of this, right? Because you guys are already like working, right, Anna? So yeah, you're I like, mean, we're working, but our, our customer base is still wary. We're mm-hmm. not seeing as many people in the shop probably because a lot of people are still staying home and being extra cautious, which mm-hmm. is fine. I mean, a lot of our older population is doing that still, which they should be. Um, but at the same time, we're starting to reopen. Um, and you kind of have to be positive about it. You can't be complacent. You have to adapt and overcome um, or else you'll wither away. Yeah. And um, I think one major concern, especially for train myself, is this fall and see if the virus comes back, which some people have been saying it will. Mm-hmm. Um, but based off of the state's shutting down so quickly this time around, I doubt it will be so quick to close the country next time. I think there's going to be a better plan of action um, because they can't economically wise, they can't do it again. Um, it's just, it's going to devastate everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously there's still concern, um, but I think based on it's kind of been a little bit of a trial and error uh-huh. i think that they're going to come up with a solid game plan if and when it does come back or if something else happens yeah you know, this has kind of been like a, a warning in case another virus or something like that does come up come about and i mean we're due for another deadly one like spanish influenza so uh-huh. hopefully this kind of wakes everybody up at the same time yeah so it's almost like a warning like a preview it's like hey be prepared next time because maybe next time it might be big. But then next that next time we're probably better prepared because we have like the uh, you know equipments we need and um, resources that we didn't have before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Red, I know you have to go to work. So thank you for you know popping in and saying hi and you know Absolutely. introducing yourself. Um, don't worry, though, because I will uh, hook you up with my cousin, Jen, and she'll kind of like uh, point you in the right direction. I'm going to bring her Wonderful. in. So I appreciate awesome. you. Okay. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Hannah. Thank you, Mary. Nice appreciate to meet you, Ren. <laughs> yeah, hope you both have a good rest of your podcast. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, take care. Okay. So let's see. Red left. So Hannah, just bear with me. I'm going to bring in my... Um, Cousin Jenna here, and then we'll finish off with Jenna, okay? Let's see here. Okay, we're waiting. <laughs> I'm going to do a sing-along while... Hello? Hi, Jenna. Okay, let me let me merge Hello. the calls. good morning. Good morning, good morning, cousin. <laughs> okay, let me merge the calls here. Okay, are you still there, Jenna? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I love this setup here because it's so easy. But anyways, um, Hannah, this is my cousin Jenna, Jenna Jaro, and this is Hannah Rose Miller. Hannah, wonderful nice to, meet to meet you. you. <laughs> <laughs> we we just basically talked about you know the the newly graduates, you know what you know their background and their game plan here, you know from here forward, and then. So I figured, you know, I'll bring you in, Jenna, because you're recruiting and, you know, um, HR, hiring, and 
whatever, whatever was, you know, that's your expertise. And so the reason why I want to bring you in is because actually um, Hannah, newly graduated, but she's already working, whereas Red, you know, I mean, I think it worked out for him because he's going to apply for law school. So instead of waiting a one year period or waiting period, then he's just going to jump right on it, you know, like probably in a couple of weeks or uh, so here. But I'm bringing yeah, you in. do that. They, they continue their education. They want to keep going. Yeah. They know, like, hey, yeah. I'm going to target, especially if they have a lot of love around it. So maybe that's something that he's always thought about, you know, in his early years, whether it be through his high school or college, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's just part of his personality. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is that I want to bring you in because um, for those um, – people out there or folks out there that doesn't know the um, hiring process, I figured, you know, I have, when I, well, my background is actually um, business with a minor in HR. So I, I know a little bit about HR, but then this is your expertise because this is your, you know, you majored in HR. And so we, me and Red and Hannah were just talking about it earlier. He was talking about he sent out all his resumes out there and everything is virtual now. And then the way they sort out applications, it's like, it's like weird because if there's like 300 applicants, maybe they're only picking, what, five or ten out of that before you can even do a phone interview. So can you like right. uh, tell us what's out there, you know what I mean, as far as the hiring process? Um, well, we could talk about, for for instance, if you're in, like, let's say you're in a job search. So if we could talk about the strategy and pretty much, you know, your headspace, right? Mm -hmm. So I think if you're an individual who is coming out of college, you learn many things in high school and you learn many things in college. So I think it starts with the individual person. So before even getting to your search, you could just say, hey this is what I'm curious about, you know, and this is what I'm looking for. If you start for like, you know, thinking, okay, I'm curious about these things and then just focus on, wow, through college, people were telling me and I, what I learned about myself, I was so self-aware, high self-awareness. I'm really strong at this. My talents are these. I say you continue with that. So you run with those. You want to feel your talents and grow them and expand them. I wouldn't, focus on more areas of improvement. It's always good to be, have just a perpetual student, that kind of mindset. You're always, you know, life's university. We're always learning. I'm still learning. It doesn't even matter what decade you are in your life, you know, second decade of your life, third decade, fourth decade, everyone's like continuously learning. So mm -hmm. if you're a perpetual student, you know, for, for people um, like Hannah or Red, it's kind of like, hey, these are my gifts. I'm really strong in these areas. And you know what? I'm really curious about these types of things, you know, and if it maps to making the world a better place, you know, whatever fuels your heart, whatever excites your heart, you know, you want to go with that. And you would, I would go deep into that. Um, and then what I've seen over the years really uh -huh. quickly is if you're in a position like it doesn't matter whether you're you're going through transition, you're going from college into the business world. And, or if you're in a position where, Hey, I used to be a stay at home mom, and now I'm going to launch my career or relaunch my career. Um, I think those key things help. And 
and the search, it would just be like, you really want to start with your community, like who you know. So you pretty much want to tell everyone in your family, your relatives, aunts, uncles, friends, if you, if you follow, if you're an enthusiast and you follow a certain group, you want to tell that group of people online, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, you want to share that and, and have your story ready and just be real and say, you know what, I'm super fascinated with this company or what the business stands for the mission and the every, you know, I'm following them. So it seems like they're really good human beings. I want to expand their business or I want to be a part of this. This, this is, this is what I find intriguing. Right. And so, because for instance, for a college student, year over year over year, it doesn't matter if I, if I was doing projects and hiring for a small business or a medium-sized business or a large corporation, mm-hmm. there would be people from like coworkers to managers, they would be networking for the relatives. And I would mm-hmm. year over year, you know, time over time, oh, my niece is coming out of college or my cousin just graduated. Do you know of any internships? So I would mm. definitely go for like an internship because they're always asking even the business leaders, like, yes. you know, a COO or CEO would be like, you know what, my son, okay. um, again, it could be someone like who's in high school and just wants to like, Hey, can they, can they help out yeah. with delivering things or, um, warehouse type jobs or anything administrative, or can they be your errand person? You know, yeah. anything where the business could save time and eliminate those, those, you know, the minutia tasks that could save time for, for managers or, or business owners, you know what I mean? So it always starts, I just want to share, like, just start with who you know, and then referrals, like that's referral base. And a lot of times that's how those kind of channels get ahead of, uh, you know, if you just apply and send it, literally is going to be lost in, um, in today's world. It's going to be lost. You have to follow up. A black hole. Yeah. 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 And then, you know what, it, for, for our listeners, you really, if you're, if you're kind of late to the game of being digital, you really, this is the time, right? So we're in unforeseeable circumstances. So the world was on pause. We were asked to stay at home. So this is where you're getting time back. So I would use that time, you know, whether it be an hour and be deliberate and intentional to grow your skills. So if you're not the most digital savvy person, well, there's so (laughs) many races to learn that. This is your time to learn, okay? And then if you're like, let's say, for instance, we have relatives in our family, you know, our aunts and uncles. Again, they didn't grow up in a digital, in the online landscape. So, you know, if you have a niece, nephew, daughter, ask your kids to help you and train you because mentorship goes both ways. Like even our kids are teaching us and then we could teach them, but they could easily teach us. So I'm I'm excited. I want to thank you, Mary, for inviting me on to this um no. session to to you know share swap stories and then bring value and then the yeah. the outcome is we want people to roll off this session and with some key nuggets of information so yeah yeah i think um you know hannah is in uh i think she's she got her master in marketing and she has to be like a, a digital kind of gal because if it's not i mean how do you do your marketing hannah <laughs> Oh, it's all digital right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't. It's kind of crazy because a lot of people in our industry, especially that chase hail mm-hmm. like we do, they rely on door knockers and salespeople mm-hmm. on foot and all that kind of uh, now ancient stuff, you know. And ancient, that's the operative word. <laughs> <Ancient>. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah. Nobody, I haven't heard that word in a while. Nobody's going to be receptive to that at all. You know, there's so, so, so I'm going to... skits where they, they'll be like, oh, you know, you used to get excited when the doorbell rang, but now if the doorbell rings, you're like, why the hell is someone beating at my door right now? I don't want to talk to anybody. No one's invited. Hannah, that's facts. That's facts. So what, what I would say to that, if I could just add, I would say this is the key time. This is a right. Cause we're already in a reset. So the, what we're living in right now is the new future, the next normal. So for people that are graduating, or it doesn't matter, like what would any human being on the planet right now, what would be your next play? Right. So it would be, since this is a reset, this is the opportunity for those ancient small businesses. <laughs> this is the time you have given the luxury of time. Now you're in a reset. This is your time. The time is now for you to upskill and reskill your business, right? So when we say upskill, we can add additional skills. How can we make our business um, faster? You know, because it's all about speed. People want time back, right? So for those archaic processes and, and businesses, they're still operating super, super manual. There's still a paper factory, this is your time to speed things up and make a workflow and work models and just enhance and improve your business all around. So someone like who's coming out or let's say you're early in your career, you've already graduated, whatever, three or four years ago. So maybe you can reach out to those businesses, those small businesses that are still operating with well, the old model, very manual and say, you know what, this is the opportunity I could bring, you know, I could bring my skills. So you could teach me how you run your business and I could teach you to get on a digital landscape and platform well, and you can open up and you could start a conversation like that because they're, maybe they're looking for someone that has those skills. Because to be honest with you, just to share more, if you just to, to the new job searchers or maybe you don't have this information, but my tip here would be if you have a device, if you have access to a device, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, get on LinkedIn and they're all you starting. need to do in the search yeah. In the search, I put hashtag hiring and then hit enter and then think you're going to follow that news feed of everything hire, every person who's promoting a job, hiring or networking for someone's job. Well, Jen, okay, some you could even say net hashtag hiring now. So um, just as simple, as simple as that, if you're going to take away anything from that, if you're a job searcher or if you're looking to expand, just put in hashtag hiring or hiring now or job opportunity and you can well, start there. Jen, the thing is Hopefully that they know what the hashtag is. They don't even oh, know. Oh, yes, oh, exactly. Oh, pound. <laughs> I'm sorry. The number sign. Thank you. The okay. Pound sign. <laughs> the pound sign. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> the pound they sign. don't. Well, no, Hannah, you you know, you know what? You're right about that. Some of these people don't even have Instagram. They only have Facebook. Right. And even with Facebook, yeah. they do very minimal, probably. Correct, yeah. Hannah? You've noticed that yeah. in the industry, our industry. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's definitely a movement to go more towards Instagram with a lot of the younger business owners. Yes. Uh -huh. um, who know that that's, that's the way to reach that younger market. Yeah. There's a little freebie for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah um, I don't think our market has, or our industry has reached into LinkedIn as much as it should be. Mm -hmm. Um but that comes for the owners of the larger, La larger or, 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 you know, owner of a business, right? right. Do you have There's a LinkedIn? Facebook, Facebook groups. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we have so many business groups for Facebook, too. Um, Mary and I are in a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I, I just, I think that for sure everything is moving digital and it should be. And then who knows how this current environment is going to affect the long term. So you kind of got to get with the program.
Yeah. Right. Yep. You got to get with the program. Um, let me ask you, Hannah, are you in LinkedIn? Actually, my, um, you know, Jenna was asking me and I said, I, you know, looked it up and I can't find you. So I'm not sure I'm actually in LinkedIn, but I'm not, um, uh, active because yeah. I'm busy enough with three businesses. That are, yeah. yeah. That are not so active, you know? Oh yeah. I'm on LinkedIn for sure. Um, I had a period about five years between graduating undergrad and going into my master's program mm-hmm. um so i was in the, the job search scene um i didn't use it as much because i was in smaller towns in south georgia so it was just word of mouth kind of hiring mm-hmm. um but then also in school we used it a lot um some of our projects involved finding people in certain companies and getting um interviews and stuff like that so we had to have our premium linkedin memberships to even do that um but I don't think my membership's premium anymore. I think that was just for my schoolwork, but mm-hmm. um, it's mm-hmm. definitely one of the things we're revamping um, right now, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so in the small town, speak small town to me. So Craigslist is strong there? Or I don't Facebook know. Is there Craigslist in Texas or somewhere? I mean, I know here in California. Um, I think there's Craigslist like everywhere, but I think even that's turning kind of archaic because for yeah. me, Craigslist still has that kind of creepy connotation. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Out of it. They didn't start uh, creepy though, right? Even Facebook Marketplace and job mm-hmm. search is more active than Craigslist these yeah, days. That's opinion. what I was saying. That's what I was saying Facebook because I, I felt that way. I haven't literally, it's that's like a decade ago. I mean, it, really the reputation for jobs, but so it's, you'll be surprised some people that's all they think. Well, Jenna moved on to Instagram, right, Jen? You kind of moved on well, to Instagram yeah. because you're yeah. not on Facebook. Back uh, in 2012, yeah. yeah. I, I, once once Instagram became, I, that was my preferred platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if if um, for projects, I would just open up for like one search on, on Facebook. It really depends on where the large population is for that business. Mm-hmm. So, um, so um, going back to this stuff, Jen, let me just... Um, um, mention something to you because what i actually want to know you know um because back in the old days that was like you know you were talking (laughs) i like the fact that you said brick and mortar you know back in the old days the hr process is that you have a resume you turn it in and then people call you and they say hey you come for interview blah 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 so i guess because you know fast forward now 10 years things are different how is you know how is it different now i mean how do you guys basically, for example, if you're like placing an applicant to um, to a company, how do you find that applicant that this is going to be the right fit for that company? Because this is what you do. You do like part of recruiting to placing the right person to the right company. How do you sort it out or read it out that this is the right person? Well, it's like I mentioned, I think what it's important to know is if, a small business is hiring you a person, you know, whether it be a recruiter or mm-hmm. whoever is working. Let's say this person's just working for the company already. Um, it's important to whoever the hiring manager is to really get a strong sense of what they're looking for. You know, and each hiring manager and each business has a different business need, you know, so mm-hmm. you start like, okay, we have an open position. What do we want at this position? Are we, is this position open because there's a weakness or we don't have anyone strong in this area so we need to hire for that position or wow business is booming we're expanding we need another you know like if you have an 
a player on your team right now. You're like, we would like someone strong like this person who's currently on our team. So I think it's just getting the job specs, you know, tight and like, like really knowing what you want. And of course the position's going to evolve, but, but um, what's happening is a lot of times is they'll open a position and, and then they'll come up with the job specs. And then as they're going through the hiring process, mm-hmm. the job changes and evolves. Mm-hmm. So it could take, it could morph into something else. Like you think you need like a mid-level person and all of a sudden, oh shoot, we actually just need an entry level person to kind of handle a lot of the administration work or the backlog, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. really like get the idea of what is this person going to be doing? What are they going to own? What's the job function? You know, how, what level we want, you know, early in the career, mid career or someone who's, you know, senior, you know, and so you got to determine the level. And then it, it just, as you post the position and as you, you want to also network it and like tell everyone yeah. about it through all That's social, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then, and a lot of times to be honest in the, in today's world, um, if you want someone strong, all the, all, all the A players are taken. So they already yeah. have, they're already, you know, they're not just out there, right? They're already taken. So explain good. the A players. Some of these people don't know what that means. This is your oh, term. Oh, so, so much. So, so someone who's strong. So like that would, an A player. Very qualified. Like, there is exceptional uh-huh. all-star like mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. most valuable player on your team you know yeah. or just someone really strong or some people are not looking for the perfect they're just like mm-hmm. hey we just need someone strong in this area because you know to be real we we are self-aware that this is not an area we're strong in or the team doesn't have the strength right now mm-hmm. so if i'm you know building a team i need some bench strength in this area right yeah so someone who is exceptional so if you're gonna you know like if you're gonna rate one to five someone who's a five or you could do you know i grab someone that's a four or on a scale from one to ten we want someone who's like a nine or ten so that's when we talk about like a player someone who's pretty much exceptional and stellar and and what it is is you have to approach them so they're already taken so it's kind of like hey if you're in a small town do we know anyone that knows this person so it's networking so i have actually a friend you know i don't want to like um you know lose your train of thought but i actually uh, know someone who's looking for management you know uh type of person who can run the front and the back you know um office of the shop so and they're you know they're they're gonna pay um top dollars but then they're having a hard time right now looking for the good uh, applicant or the good fit because there are applicants out there they put po- they posted it out there so they're getting people you know to respond but then for those people to follow through you know during the interview or the process of interviewing it's like it's just like doesn't doesn't even get to that point so well a common theme that you'll see again whether you're a small business medium-sized business or very large business it's happening it's been happening because the market turned it became a candidate driven market right um since you know when unemployment was so low everyone you know all the you know it was hard to find top talent so the person you're looking for you have to assume they're so good they're taken right Uh and so um what what it is is you really need to you have to pretty much if you know ask around and then you have to approach that network okay. you have to yeah network hard and through those networks through all the conferences you're going to or shows you know there's a lot of people there's a lot of traffic at these events so you just put it out there when someone stops at your booth and just be like oh by the way hey if you know anyone we're hiring you know just put the word like i'm looking for this because a lot of times 
they're they're not going to tell you there is what you call a passive candidate. They're not looking, but hey, if 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 an inkling or a tip uh-huh. drops in my lap, you know, it it could spark um, some interest there because someone might be like, oh my god, I've always followed you know that company, yeah. and I like the owners there, and you know what, I like where I am right now, but I'm I'm craving growth. I've been here for five years, and I'm I feel like I've hit the ceiling, like. I need more growth or, you know, whatever it is, like they want more responsibility, whatever they're motivated by, more responsibility, more money, you know, job title, um, or, hey, I need more, I need more life work um, balance. Like, okay, like if they're uh, yeah. a young family, like, hey, God, this job I'm in is demanding and it's, this is how it's always is. But if I could move to this area where they, they value, um, life work blend you know and and balance then hey i'm gonna go talk to to and, and inquire and find out more about this position well he- so you you really want to just get you know network heavily on your on your social channels and you know let everyone know let everyone know i yeah. think and then again you know, someone might come across your advertising or advertising. or if i know someone and i know that person would be a good fit i will suggest it to that person you know now, now here exactly. referrals. Referrals, yeah. No, now here's the thing. Um, some people are good at reading people, and some people are bad. <laughs> and luckily for me, I you know I can read people and say, hey, this could be a right fit for that person. Even though, you know, the reason why I'm bringing this up, even though that person doesn't really have the experience to do this kind of work. So, would you go with something like that? Because I think I'm, I'm going to let you know what my take on that. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I'm going to ask Hannah too later. So what do you think? I mean, would you refer someone who's never done that position before, but you know he that person would be the right fit because the person's responsible, dependable, he's got the background in, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, you know, he knows how, you know, that person knows how to hustle. Would you refer that to, the, you know, to a company who's looking for a position, even though it's unrelated, you know, as far as, um, jo- you know, job experience? And with some partnerships and some business owners that I've um, hired for in mm-hmm. small businesses, mm-hmm. what I, I found refreshing is they wanted that person who didn't have who was green who was mm-hmm. like fresh out mm-hmm. a lot of times they'd be like mm-hmm. i want a fresh out college student so that was mm-hmm. very happy to hear because again it took a shift because some um business owners realize um you teach you them can't teach right. an old dog new tricks so what they do <laughs> there you they, go say it baby so say if it if they're set if they're set in their ways <laughs> uh-huh. right and yeah. but if i get someone if i have a small business and I get someone fresh out. I want that person because I can mold and mentor them, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you mold them to the brand of your company. And mm-hmm. they're going to be open to it. They're not going to resist it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the ego is going to be dropped versus someone who might be mid to senior level, who's got a big ego. We don't want that in yeah, the company. Yeah. Right. And then so, or I would just it would be vetting a personality and a character fit, right? Yes. Yes. And culture fit because there are people are looking for that pivot. Yes. Who could be mid to mm-hmm. senior and say, you know what? I'm kind of burned out in this area. I'm I'm open to learning and I'm humble and be mm-hmm. like, hey, teach me your company's way, mm-hmm. your company's culture, what your company's values. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I learn from you and go in and then drop the ego at the door? Yes, exactly. Um, so, but, but if you're in a situation like, oh my God, I need an expert. I don't have time to train. If mm-hmm. they're just open, just learning the way we do business here and mm-hmm. how we're branded and they know how to move and pivot and they got a lot of fuel and they got a lot of ambitious energy and 
they're good people and good human beings with good values and they they align with our business values then then that's that would be a interesting person that to to um explore yeah well see to know. see the reason why i brought it up is because for me i mean i'm like kind of with you on this you know i don't have to hire someone who's you know depending on the position too, you know, who needs to have a lot of experience. But if I know that person has potential and it's a, you know, a quick learner, I'll hire that person because I can mold that person into something that will be more of a team player and more, more of a, uh, an added value for my company. Because if you hire someone who's set in their own ways, then they're not willing to listen. They're not willing to work with you. So there's no team work, teamwork. So in a company, I, I always... It's all about collaboration. Exactly. Sure. Even at home, you know, I, I, I tell my kids, look, in order for us to be productive, we all have to work together as a team. So it's like a teamwork kind of thing. You know what I mean? hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it, when I interview people, you, the big thing too is the big ego. Like when I interview for my uh, paint guy, I, you know, I'm like watching how, you know, the, the response I'm receiving, you know, like as far as the questions, when I ask them questions and how willing they are to um, do other things and et cetera, et cetera. And that's what I look for, the big ego. If they don't have the big ego and they're humble, then I know that this person's going to mesh with my, you know, with my company because that person's going to be me. I can't even talk. That person's going to be more willing to learn and open to things. You know what I mean? And he's and that person's going to be more productive. So um, I'm bringing uh, Hannah back here. What about you, Hannah? I mean, I know you're doing this stuff with Trey now, but did you do something else before what you're doing now as far as chasing hail? Um, yeah, so before I was chasing hail, um, I guess – through my master's program, I was chasing. I've been doing it like this is my third full season. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that was really before I knew Trey. We've been together about four years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, I was kind of deciding to go back to school. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to go for. I had a period of time where I thought I was going to go to law school. I took my LSAT. I did really well. I got in to a bunch of places that I applied to, but then I didn't want to make that financial commitment Mm -hmm. of law school without knowing if that's something that I actually wanted to do, or I just thought I wanted to do it. Um, So I went and did my paralegals license and I was a paralegal for a while um, in Georgia and I enjoyed it, but not so much that I wanted to go drop all that money for law school. I Mm -hmm. honestly was a little bit Mm -hmm. confused about what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of tried a, a bunch of different things and finally found my niche. Um, I think you did it right, Hale, um, Hannah. It's all about chasing, you know, when you're, again, in college years or early career, you still should be tasting and trying different things because that's how you kind of find your way or what you want to do right now because it'll shift again. It'll evolve as it should. Yeah. And then, you know, we own a small business and it's, it is a niche market, but um we're actually expanding pretty quickly and we're growing. And so we are looking at hiring a few people, maybe one or two, even by the end of the season. Um, But we kind of have to balance the whole Mm -hmm. fact that it is seasonal and then try to figure out salary or things like that. So we have a few things on our end we're trying to iron out, but we do have some potential candidates. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and there's two and neither of which have been in the industry before, which is understandable. I, I don't really want someone from the industry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Then yeah. They, they've been tainted by other business mm-hmm. models. Mm-hmm. And they don't Precisely. know how we run things. Um, they might be stuck in that ancient way of doing things. As well. <laughs> uh, so I feel like Hannah, that's a niche in itself. You guys, that, this is the time the ancient. For the ancient. If you're if you're in a Flintstone um, business model, this is the time to. Oh my gosh! Again, I can't believe she used that word ancient. Re-skill. It's time to make the it's time to make the leap. Go digital all the way. You have to, or you'll be left behind. Hannah's cracking me up. Especially in 2020, we're in 2020, people. That's all you have to say. No, Jenna, Hannah is cracking me up because you know she's the second person that actually you know I heard said ancient. The first one was Mike. You know, talking about my age. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, it's so funny. It's just Hannah. It's like ancient. Oh man! In fact, I think all people in the industry should hire a college grad because they can learn so much from them to bring exactly them, you know to bring them up to today's digital landscape. You need that, or even the mindset, Jen. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, the mindset is like a little different. You know what I mean? They're more, they're more out there. They're more willing to grow and you know, see what's well, out. Mary, you remember at the well, they want to change the world. Event. Say, say, I'm sorry, Hannah. Say it again. Mm-hmm. At the mega media event uh-huh. in Colorado last year where we were, uh-huh. all of the people there, they I mean, that's what they were there for was to learn how to reach the digital world, mm-hmm. yeah. how to get those skills. I think there's people that are definitely on the right page in our industry. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not mad if more don't yeah. the digital world because then there's less competition. You know what I mean? Like either get with the program or you're going to be left behind. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds like they've already been left behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because once they catch up, we're going to be on to robots. I mean, (laughs) Oh, robots. It's like the, the the thing now, you know, say that for us. Oh, I know. I know. We make robots. That do the work I agree. That technicians I agree. do, then we're all kind of screwed. I know. And I don't think they can ever. Uh, yeah. Somebody's eyes, but no. You never well, know. well, no. I think Jen is talking about in general. You know, like we're we're seeing a lot of things now that the big companies are going to be like bringing in robots to do this person's job, which I, you know, I kind of don't agree on a lot of it. But you know, I'm like in between. I'm like half half on that issue. But um, anyways, um, talking back to uh. To Hannah, yeah, the mega media, that's what um, we actually do. We we kind of like try and prepare them. Hey, this is social media. We, sh- we should use this for marketing and, you know, advertising and digital stuff. Yeah, that's what um, we know, you know, we're actually trying to um, teach when we do the mega media. But going back, to, Hannah, going back to um, what you're saying about hiring earlier so you guys are hiring so who's doing the hiring are you doing the hiring because i know you're doing the marketing and the advertising part but who's doing the hiring in your um company um well it's just trey and i so mm-hmm. we're it's a, it's a joint decision mm-hmm. we have to find somebody that we both agree on mm-hmm. that fits with both our personalities because mm-hmm. we have pretty vast personalities mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. our own oh yeah you guys <laughs> Trey's in the back end. I'm in the front and the back. So mm-hmm. it has to be somebody that meshes well, like you guys are saying, someone that we can mold into uh-huh. our business structure. Uh-huh. Um, but from our candidates, I mean, one just wants to do something new uh-huh. and is um, 
younger, early 20s. The other one has been in a job for a while and doesn't have that team mentality anymore, doesn't even care if it's a pay cut, just wants to feel like part of something bigger again. Okay. Um, so, I mean, they have different motivations for wanting to join us. I mean, shoot, we might just hire both of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, they, but the different motivation is definitely kind of interesting to see and what each of them can bring to the table. Um, but I'm not, I still don't know, like, who we would choose if we had to pick just one tomorrow. Yeah. Um, because there are so many as- aspects that go into it. Uh-huh. Oh, and then you guys finding the time to train and, you know, and, and, and I guess you ask yourself, you and your partner, just be like, what are we willing to let go of? Cause sometimes uh-huh. they hire a position yep. and they have trouble it's prioritizing, letting yeah. going and like delegating that. Cause they're hoarding those jobs. Cause they're, so it's like, if you're in hoarding mode and you're not really ready to relinquish, cause you don't want to do that to someone you've hired and be like, Hey, a lot of times you say, Hey, I was told I was hired for this job, but I'm not even functioning. Like I have, I'm not even touching that yet because this person has, is not letting go of this responsibility. So be serious about what you're going. And then that happens before, you know, you decide when you open a position yeah. or again, well, it's I mean, going to take I, its tour. It's going to take it, it's going to evolve into its own thing. And then you realize, Oh, okay. As it's opening, it has its own journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I personally do the job of like three or four people for a company. Exactly. So I, I would love to make my <laughs> Yes. I would love to be able to take off an afternoon yeah. and go get stuff done that I need to do that I've been not getting done. Right. Um, but, and then just keep up, you know, personally, because I have no personal time. We work mm-hmm. six days a week and then everything's mm-hmm. closed on Sundays anyway. So it's not like mm-hmm. I'm getting anything done. Um but it is seasonal. So that's our one thing that we've been trying to figure out is, you know, we work six to eight months out of the year. Uh-huh. How can we bring someone else into that? But it would probably be a salary type situation. I That's the only way I'm thinking, you know, that it might work. Yeah. This, you know, so that way you can um, delegate more work without having to probably spend a lot of money, right? I mean, that's how I would approach yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's it's like the seasonal thing, okay. And then um, you say you mentioned earlier, and I was gonna say anything. I mean, I was gonna say something about it, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You said that you were disputing whether you should proceed or you know apply for law school. And then when you mentioned that, I was like sitting here. I'm like, oh, no wonder she's you know she's like the voice of reason, like the way you think. You know what I mean? I was like, kind of makes sense now. Somehow those people um, who think clearly and who can reason, you know, with no problem, they have like somehow, how should I explain it, Jen? Because Joy is good at this. When she's trying to uh, approach a problem, she'll like explain. Logic driven. Yes, there you go. So it's, uh, it's almost like you don't see it, you know, f- from your perspective, you don't see it, but until that person explain it to you, you're like the ah, uh, you know, you have that aha moment. I'm like, oh, okay, I never looked at it that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's that is logic driven. A lot of times they're heavy on logic, and they prefer. Um, they're not as a, as of a risk taker, maybe again, or like as emotional. Yeah. It's, they're not as emotional because they basically separate their emotion. In, you know, because you can't mix those two sometimes. You can't be logical when you're too emotional because you get your emotion in it, then you're, sometimes your emotion takes over and then you're like making, I don't know, wrong or bad decisions. You know what I mean? So you kind of separate those two. That's what I learned. Well, and it takes practice. It's a skill. So it, it, it's all, you know, it depends on 
the individual because some people are truly hybrid. They just, if they have high self-awareness, <laughs> and they know. It's hybrid. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, really? especially if it's personal, yeah. a personal issue or personal argument or a close relationship type mm-hmm. deal. I definitely sit there and it is that internal battle of, I know I'm being illogical, so uh-huh. I'm frustrating myself. Mm-hmm. But this is how I feel about it, and I want that to be known as well, even though it might not make as much sense. And then mm-hmm. Trey always laughs at me, and it's not <laughs> the best time to laugh because it's usually in an argument. Exactly. Like, you know you're being illogical. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know I am, but I want you to know how I feel too sometimes. Exactly. So you have to accept both sides. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I've always been like that, though. That's good. That's one of the quality that I kind of noticed, you know, uh, that's why I was like, okay, you, you made a, an impression. That's why when I was like thinking about, okay, who's the newly grad? Oh, Hannah, you know, she's a, like a voice of reason or like very logical. <laughs> okay. So let, we're almost, um, what we only have like four or five minutes here and we're like about an hour into this podcast. So let's, uh, kind of like a recap, Jen. I mean, you know, what's your uh, advice here for newly grads out there, you know, as far as maybe resume, you know, you know, by the way, the resume, what I noticed, Jen. That's a separate topic in itself. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know that. But with the resume, what I, you know, it's just like really quick. What I, what, you know, I'm, I'm just going to give a, like a tip really quick. With the resume, what I learned, you know, over the years from applying from one job to another to another. And believe me, I have quite a few from small business to big businesses. Um, I, what I learned is that you got to tailor those resumes to whatever position you're applying for and also the company or the firm you're going to be applying to. You know what 100%. I mean? Is that right gone, or not? I would say I agree. Gone are the days where you just have one resume that <laughs> can slide into any other position. I would start if you are intrigued with the company, are you intrigued about the role? I would start with the job description and then make those look at the job description and make those tweaks on your current resume. So it there's an alignment you want to get aligned and then also well to maybe not to this audience because again if we're if we're talking to the ancient <laughs> we're talking ancient um um uh, start with the job description and have some get an alignment have some details on there that match the job description so when it crosses that person that human body that's looking at that resume they're going to be like, oh, it's going to be like, oh, check. Or like, yeah. you know, light bulb's going to go like, oh, we have a match. So they're going to want to look for someone who's um, a strong match. And then off the resume, you know, in your introduction, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a cover letter. And if you do make it really short, everyone, you know, not everyone reads, you know, yeah. people only look at things for like a few seconds. So just make a cute little blurb and have it be, you well, know. Have, you, it, have it be a good blurb that you're catching their attention well, in a short amount of time because everyone has a short attention span right today. Yeah. Well, I think the resume is a very important thing because basically your resume is like how you're selling yourself. And then nowadays, the way they Highlight, do it, yes. yeah, nowadays, the way they do it, they actually just put in the machine and that machine is only picking up keywords. Keywords no, like exactly. which one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're yeah. not putting the right words on that resume, then your resume is just going to be like go in the trash you know what i mean yeah and yeah applicant tracking system but if we're talking about small um company they may uh-huh. yeah small companies they might just be going to someone's email address 
I mean, I'm just being realistic to the ancient yeah. audience, <laughs> you yeah. know, unless, again, unless they hire, like, on ZipRecruiter or even, like, you know, whatever, Craigslist or Facebook, it's going to go into someone's inbox if, if it doesn't have a formal or even, like, a, a basic applicant tracking system. I mean, today, if we're talking about really, really savvy tech, it's, you have bots that are chatting with you on text message. I mean, it's it's moved to text messages for yeah. for opportunities and, and it's also gone to video interviews. And now it's all video interviews primarily yeah. in today's world because the new future, <laughs> um, everything looks and feels different. So again, this is the time for businesses to, you know, pivot and make a shift into a different direction, a new direction, something fresh, something new, because again, um, everything today, this very minute looks and feels different. Yeah, exactly. In the world. So this is the time you were waiting for a perfect time. And this is the time to, to, to make to, some to, shifts yeah. for your business regardless. To, it's good. That's relatable to everyone. Yeah. To do it. And then basically, um, networking, we got to be big on networking. You know, I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, networking. We, and then, and then just go in with the mindset. Look, um, business is a people sport. It's all about people and, um, even small businesses, they're, they're not successful. It's not done by just one person. It always maps to a collective effort and again, collaboration. Yeah. Collaboration. Pe uh, business is a people sport and it's all about relationships. So you got to be able to get along. You know? Exactly. And the relationship's huge. And then, um, and then be adaptable, being agile mm -hmm. and ad mm -hmm. adaptable and mm -hmm. um, learning new skills and mm -hmm. building up current skills is what's huge. That's what that's where the currency is. Well, you just said the word, Jen, it's like adaptable. If you're not adaptable, you're not, you know, you're not going to make it. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? that's the number one trait that people are looking for when they are. They want someone who's really open and adaptable. Uh-huh. Exactly. Can really swivel and pivot and, uh -huh. you know, and and be OK with the business's uncertainty or you know, you know, if it's kind of ambiguity, if you can navigate through ambiguity, if you're strong at operating with controlled chaos and uncontrolled chaos, uh -huh. then those are good. Those are good skills. And yep. Yep. To have. Take, take note on that, Hannah, because I remember um, when I was applying for a job, those are the stuff that they're, you know, they were looking for someone who, who can handle like craziness and still like be organized and be able to do the task that that person is going to be hired to do. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. and then um, let me see. Let's see. Um, I'm just going through my uh, little uh, notes here. Oh, for those people who are still in school or for those, you know, kids that are still in school, internships big. I did an internship for um, City of San Diego, the waste management um, department. And those are big. So that way you can line up your job before you even graduate. You know, and me and Hannah and was talking about it too, earlier. Too, yeah. Offering internships. And you're seeing more companies going to the university to recruit. Yes. It's gotten bigger than ever, you know, because of the competition. They want to get that fresh talent earlier. Uh-huh. I mean, they're even, you know, they're talking to businesses today are going to these job fairs and they're talking to people that are like juniors and sophomores. Exactly. You know, not just the graduating because they're like, oh, our business is not here yet. But in two years, we're going to be going through this major uptick we're going to ramp up we're going to be booming so i got to be talking to these sophomores or juniors uh-huh you know? uh-huh yeah i think um, to the professors a lot too because i know a lot of our professors were placing oh, people really mm -hmm. oh especially oh. for our grad school um they had their own network of people that they knew were hiring and then kept an eye on us throughout oh. our, our classes with them 
So and this is I a know new. A lot of my friends got jobs through their professors' recommendations and placement. Ah, mm-hmm. oh. so maybe that's what Joy is doing, uh, Jenna. You know, where Joy would be like uh, pointing the, you know, pointing the students to the right direction, but then in a way she's like also giving out, um, like good recommendation out there, right? Because no, this true. is true. Yeah, yeah. Because when we hired for our cybersecurity company my when i was with them for a season they said pretty much get close to ucsd because they have good engineers and then mm-hmm. um the the co-founder brought his own professor to help out with coding projects and then he'd be like who's your number one student we want them to intern here so wow her, you, that's a good point people don't think about that or if you haven't thought about that it's a good point is go through your professors because they're tied in with the community and um with businesses are thriving and and, you know, so that's that's a good point. That was, uh-huh. very, that was a good nugget. Yeah. Good nugget, good takeaway, Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, because Hannah and I were talking about it. I was interested. I'm like, Hannah, um, how did you land the job right away? And then she mentioned about, you know, that earlier and as well as, like, her her friends. I think a friend or a couple of friends that already got a job lined up before they even graduated. Yeah, that's why I mentioned about the internships and all that stuff. But anyways, okay, well, I'm so happy that you guys both made it. And I really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, thank Hannah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Hannah. Great <laughs> yeah, to meet you guys. Thanks. Everyone have a, a wonderful talk. day. Okay, thank you. Okay, take care, everyone. Okay, okay be bye. safe and healthy. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, that's it for Mary Unapologetic. Stay tuned for the next one, and that will be in two weeks. Thank you.